0: Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Cynic podcast, returning after the international break. Tonight I'm joined by the housewife's favourite, the owl, Louis McAfee. Man of many names, but yes,
1: I'm here, I'm happy to be here. Bloody gorgeous, how are you doing? Thanks very much, I'm good, I'm good, how are you? I
0: am, uh, you know, getting by. Getting there. Getting there, getting there. Ciarán Harn, the freight train, just returned from a stag in Prague. Certainly have, glad to be here. Gonna be able to contribute? Are you feeling are you feeling fine? I feeling okay. I've watched
2: the game again, so I'll be able to comment a bit better mm-hmm. this time. Pepper.
0: Good, lovely. Uh, I'm liking the hair, that's uh, it's a swish to that. A little bit of pomade with in a, there, I think. With na- what? He's, He's got a night tick in the back. <laughs> no, I've not got a night tick, I've <laughs> just got a,
2: a flat line <laughs> on the side.
0: Nice, that's a uh, that's cool. Is it
1: is that cool is that with the kids? Aye. Uh, yeah. Just imagine what you want for Kirn Keel- Hill. Yeah.
2: Imagine what you wish you had, Boone.
0: Sorry. (laughs) See, you might be right that I do desire hair, but not the ginge. (laughs) Not the ginge. So, anyway, six in a row, lads. Confirmed. In the bag. Um, In the bag. I mean, there was a danger there for a while. got a bit shaky. Right. uh, That, you know, that we might not win six in a row, but we've done it. We can celebrate. How are you feeling, Kian? Fantastic.
2: It was, uh, it was coming. Let's be honest; it's been coming for weeks and weeks. We just needed to mathematically do it, um, and the way And I didn't quite notice it so much, but after when Rodgers was seen, it, it was actually quite fitting that we've actually won it at the ground where we started the season off, which I didn't really pay too much attention because first game of season was at Tynecastle, Sinclair scoring, in scoring his debut, and then we're back at Tynecastle. Lovely sunny afternoon or lunchtime even and Sinclair goes and bags a hat-trick after a great season he's had to actually win the title, so it was quite fitting. It's always fitting if... A ground, if you can't do it at of Brookes, then you want to do it at Tyne That's
1: Second the, the, best place the, to do it. It was Robbie Nielsen that was the manager at the first game of the season, weren't it? Yeah. Aye. Aye. Um, no, I think you're right. It's it's kind of nice to, to win it there, as we did last year. Remember uh, that Ronnie won it there? Um and and to win it in this style that we did um, five 0 that was excellent, you know. Um, especially the fact that we had no strikers, which I'm sure we'll come to. But um, no, great to great for Brendan Rodgers to to get. He's got a double now, so um, fantastic. Two so games bad.
2: away from the treble.
1: That's it. it I mean, it, it, I'm sure we'll come to that as well. But it, it puts a, a all our focus on that really doesn't it and. It's it's a massive big carrot there for the for the players if they can get it.
0: Oh why, oh why. So, um Hearts, as you said, um, good result. Uh Hearts started off well.
2: Yeah, definitely. First twenty minutes to half an hour, they seem to have more of the chances. Um I felt as if they kept coming down our right hand side, I thought most of their chances and most of the play was kinda coming down the right coming down our right hand side.
1: Um that's because Tierney's an absolute boss, so they were getting nothing <laughs> out of left
2: hand side. Um, Gordon made one or two good saves as well. I hadn't actually noticed when the game, when I've watched the game the first time, that it was a back three. Keith will probably try and hammer me for that, but I wasn't a pub drunk, so I'm not really too bothered with that. But watching it back the way, um, it was a back three, and I and I hope that the performance of this formation, because I, I really do like this formation, um, especially with the, with the almost like two number tens behind the striker so that there's more movement in the centre there, and there's also, they can rotate about who actually drops beside the striker, and it also maybe confuses their defence, because they don't know which one to pick up, because they're kind of chopping and changing, mm. um, and I think the fact that we've done it, a week at Tynecastle, now has always been, normally been a hard place to go, but obviously maybe not so much in the last couple of months, because obviously there's been the shift change with C- uh, Cathro coming in, and it's not quite working quite yet for him, it's still to get it going, um, but I'd like to see that maybe give bit of conference that we're actually able to play that in the spl away from home at st- at tough grounds yeah. so that maybe come next season you might maybe look at that a wee bit i mean i mean you could you could obviously replace mcgregor with Rodrich. so you'd have rorich and sinclair as a number tens with obviously brown and armstrong being your, your runners in midfield hmm. um So actually more to push your two wing backs at the times where most of the times they should be pretty far up the park as well because We've got the quality and the skill to be always driving teams back the way. So you're not going to always need to full back to speed defensively. They needed that an awful lot. But you get three center halves. I mean, how often do they ever have? Do we ever go up against two strikers? Um, so I like how that kind of eventually worked. once we get the first goal in, then the confidence just started to do is
1: now. I mean, there was some of the play was really really lovely to watch. So yeah. it was uh, I think you're right. I think once once we got the goal, things changed. But I, th- I think before that. I thought our midfield was very poor. Um, well, Brown himself
0: commented, didn't he? Yeah.
1: What yeah. was it he said? He had that. I don't know if you really should see <laughs> the name.
2: And I uh, noticed in the paper today they said they've, they've they actually just used the word disaster. They didn't actually quote him with the name. Uh, of the but but
1: situation is a, a weird thing to say. But mm. yeah, Brown, mm. Brown was horrendous. His first touch was absolutely terrible. Um, and I, and I personally I know. Some people were, were praising his performance, and maybe it was due to the second half. I'm not sure, but first half Stuart Armstrong was absolutely missing. He was he was not there at all, and uh, you know Brown and Armstrong McGregor as the three McGregor done well. But his distribution wasn't very good. But the thing with McGregor is that he's always willing to accept the ball and he he can accept it in tight situations, which not everybody can. But the fact that he had Brown and Armstrong in the midfield with him and the two of them were absolutely hopeless, it made us look bad quite a a bit. I mean, there was a number of times in in the first 20 minutes, Kind of really ki- created a couple of good opportunities, and most of the time it was because we had players including Brown and Armstrong ball watching, you know, and 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 really n- not putting in a great performance. But then I mean, let's I'm I'm being a wee bit cynical, but at the end of the day we go on and well, score five far- five goals, but. Yeah. Um, that first twenty minutes, the two of them were having having an off day, and, and Brown's didn't really improve. And what
2: I found with Brown as well is it wasn't so much just as well as his passing; he was getting bullied off the ball or not. There was a, a number of times where he lost lost possession. You don't see that very often with Brown. He doesn't really get bullied off. He his perform his poor performance usually comes down to his passing. His passing is not up to up to well, but he still will win the fights of tackles mm. and stuff that. But I find he was losing possession far too easily at times in the first twenty minutes.
0: He did kind of go over in his ankle a bit. I was, no, I was But that on. was, yeah, yeah, I was going to say it. No, nah, that's really. not an
2: excuse, Brad. <laughs> Don't provide any excuses. Okay. We, all have, we all have off days. It wasn't excuse that it actually became better because of it.
0: <laughs> Bruni wanted everyone else to shine. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going to say, he was being a captain. He was encouraging the others. Um, but aye, so first 20 minutes, it was um, poor from us, good from hearts, fair play to them. 24 minutes, the sink sunk that goal because it was a a belter
1: it was a peach um, but he started off on the left hand side passed it to Tierney I think then got the ball back and then gave it to Roberts Roberts played a lovely through ball which Sinclair ran onto and it just it, it was bouncing anyway and it just sat perfectly for him and he unleashed <laughs> a, a shot that no keeper was ever gonna save to be fair there was so much power behind it um fantastic finish fantastic finish. And i mean we've said that everybody everybody i've spoken to has acknowledged the fact that sinclair's not been on form for a wee while i, I don't think he's been playing to his best recently but i mean w- what a way to <laughs> you know, obviously getting a hat-trick But he really did show his, his quality In uh, in the game at the weekend Like he did in the game As Ciaran said When when he got the winner At the start of the season He showed that he had that extra bit of quality But that the finish for that goal was fantastic
0: And the second Second again Yes
1: yep. uh,
2: Again another great pass for Robles Now I'm probably going <coughs> to No doubt you get the, f- the wrath of Samani And what's in the next couple of days But I don't, feel, wo- do I don't it. feel Robles was in that game very often but apart from his two, he's, he's, he's two, he's, he's two assists and he's goal, but other than that, just, I just, just don't think he was involved. The however. three
0: goals which he was absolutely yeah. critical in Yeah, scoring. but I mean, that,
2: that does show the mark of the player. That shows the mark of the player of how the quality has. The fact of he can be quite quiet through a game, but can still pull like,
1: their three are Don't backtrack him and get him slaughtered. I'm, I'm, not,
2: I'm not, but I'm just saying throughout the whole game, he wasn't really much in the game, which is not his fault because he was playing as a striker, which is not his position. And the it seems we don't have very many players who want to be able to want to adapt to that
1: the thing is i, I think I, I was thinking about this during the game as well just because of some i was trying to come up with ways that i could slag off uh, paddy roberts but basically it like like the the Kilmarnock game that we were at if paddy roberts is playing in in the middle i think he struggles slightly he, he, his 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 vision and his his passing for for the goals that he set up is fantastic and you can't you can't doubt that, but I think he's more influential when he's out wide and he's facing people up and taking people on one one v one, and he didn't get that opportunity because he he was in a, in a kind of central position. But then so was Sinclair a lot of the time, because Tierney was given pretty pretty much just playing as a winger. Uh, with a three at the back, so Sinclair was coming in and inside, and him and Paddy Roberts at times, I feel like when they're both in that position, they're, they're almost both getting in each other's way, um, so although, I, obviously the game on, on Wednesday, Dembele and Griffiths are both going to be out again, it's... It's probably going to be the case that Brendan Rodgers will go with the the same starting lineup, but at least the same forward three.
2: I would not be surprised if Aitken gets put in. I know, I would, I, think I would like to see, see it. And I, I think now that the fact of the game's now won, and he's had said that there will be, a uh, changes because he's got a, um, he's got to look after his players. Now, the fact that Aitken is an actual striker. I would be, I would not be surprised if he, he's that might be the one change from the game, Put him in there as an actual striker. Um, may even <coughs> might drop McGregor and play like Roberts back one in the middle, or they might go back to a fourth. Team, I'm not too sure, but I would, I would I would think that he because for for Paddy Roberts and the skill he's got when he's up against two big defenders in centre halves, he's not he's not really going to get much because he's yeah. not to take he does not take a type of player that play that runs in behind. In behind defenders. He's always the one who likes to be in the wing, the ball at his feet and just driving at the defender. But if you're the striker and you've got at this time when it's a back three, you've got two number tens, he's not able to drop off the b- drop to get the ball and turn and run them because there's already too many players as it is. So he's he's, he's almost t- being made to look like he needs to play the kinda um Griffith role. Yeah. Which is basically more small, pacey little guys who like to run in behind the defence, which but Roberts is not
1: trained that way, he's trained to be a, w- a winger, but but he's just filling a gap just now. You would think that Paddy Roberts been the, th- the kind of, so technically good and, and great with his feet, you would think that he could play in, and we've spoken about this before, but you would think that he could play in the kind of one matter David Silver role, you know, that creative influence in the middle of the park, and yet he can't really. Like he, Yes, he set up the goals, and but he doesn't do it often enough, and he doesn't. He's not really. He's not pl- been getting a lot of chances.
2: We've, see, we've seen him that Kamalot game, and that was a bit. The only yeah, one I can think of when he was playing the middle.
1: Fair enough, but it does. He, I don't know. It, for me, he doesn't really command the position very well. Like he doesn't d- demand the ball and really dictate things the way that's, for example, uh, the greatest number ten, um, Tam Roderick does. You know? I well, I think is
2: Roberts isn't really strong enough to hold the players up the way Rodgers
1: does. Yeah, So that's probably a
2: reason why when Rodgers doesn't play, Sinkard doesn't really like playing the middle. So that's why Rodgers seems to then revert to a midfield three. So whenever Rodgers plays, it's Brown and Armstrong, but then when Rodgers doesn't play, he replaces him with either Bitton or replacing him with McGregor. So he prefers to the, then have that midfield three. and then You lose a bit of creativity, which we've seen ourselves. I don't really know what the stats are, but well, we've scored a lot of goals this calendar year. I was going to see what the kind of stats would be with. I think when just not playing, how many how many goals less we would maybe we score because we don't really have that. One thing one team. thing that's
1: definitely decreased is the number of shots that we have per game. Because at the beginning of the season we were having like twenty odd shots per game. Now it's it seems to be a lot less. I mean, no. there are so, some games are going we're not even hitting double figures, which is a it was a big difference. But I I don't think there's been a massive drop in in. Uh, possession,
0: which would make, yeah. would, which would prove then that okay, we've still got the same amount of the ball, but we're not creating enough. Well, the, for the Hearts game, it was fifty nine percent possession, nine shots, six of which were on target, five goals. Five goals. So, so we we're, cr- we're, were clinical for a change, yep.
2: which sometimes we've been criticised criticism about because there the was times when we were having a lot of shots, but we weren't being clinical enough. Now it's still other way around, where we're not got a lot of shots, but we're becoming more clinical. So maybe it's just something that's they've kind of learned from as a season. Uh, ju- it
1: would just be interesting to know if that is a if that was a conscious okay. decision, if that's something they've been working on. You know, we're we're, we're taking t- too many shots that don't have any real chance of going in, maybe wait for a better quality chance to come up with it, whether inside the box or whatever, you know, but I sure
0: DZ but then looking at the spectacular goals whether we the weekend that doesn't really Yeah, like yeah, true. But aye. Um I seen a great tweet from I think it was Mark Nelson just um Talking about the fact Roberts was playing Celtic hammering Hearts without playing a striker, so bittersweet for Craig Levine. Which Indeed, not shabby.
1: uh I, I, I take it he didn't have any input in this game, Craig Levine, from the stands.
0: Well, you know, it's big Craig. He's pulling the strings. He's the boss, isn't he? Boy oh claims
2: right. he was for the first half an
0: hour, and afterwards <laughs> he left. <laughs> <in the draft> <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Um, aye, so.
0: We're that that was our them. thing
2: as well. I suppose with the goals, it was there were goals of quality. Yeah. I mean, Rob. We've obviously spoken about Sinclair's. Roberts was just fantastic, and then Armstrong
1: as well. Armstrong. That was a cracking. Hey, goal aye, it was a cracking goal. But don't you see the
2: keeper should have got that?
1: No, 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 I'm sorry, no, right, no, no. Somebody
2: else I know was saying that. The oh, keeper should have had that. The keeper was a full strength. No,
1: fingertips to it. It was the, the sheer mm. football brilliance of Cal McGregor. The Callum. The, the dummy. Did you see the dummy? For Armstrong's goal. For Armstrong's goal, he, yeah. he 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 dummied it. He he outthought everybody on the pitch. Dummied it, and it landed for Armstrong. He slotted it home brilliant. But come on, Cal CalMack should get an assist for that, as far as I'm concerned. It's
0: good. I did. I wanted to. I wanted to talk to you about CalMack because obviously Brendan was giving him a lot of praise, um, uh. and he talked about how he, c- he keeps the ball. Which uh, I don't know if I agree with you there, Brendan. He can. He's been known to have the old will pass now and then, um. But I don't want to, don't want to bias your opinion, lads. Calmac, what's your thoughts? Um, I've I've
1: always I've I've always been a fan since he's came in under Ronnie Dyler. I've spoke about that in the past. I do agree. Um, when we've debated it, and I know some man has been very critical of him.
0: Again, um, he's the biggest fan in the world. Keith's a big big fan. Trademark the Calmac um, term I
1: believe. Yep. Um, I know that you know he he's viewed as a squad player, which is is probably absolutely fair. Um, but I think he's one. I think he's a valuable member of the squad. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I don't think. I think the point that Brendan Rodgers was trying to make is the fact that he's so versatile that he's uh, he's asked him to play in a number of different positions and he's been able to come in and do a good enough job in yeah, each position. I, th- I don't think anyone can argue
0: with that. No, he's exactly. A, c- a top quality utility man for
1: us. Yeah, you can't you can't argue with that. And every squad needs these types of players. You know, you need your utility utility players that can come in and do a job. It's whether. Cal McGregor should be that guy, or should he be someone? I mean, obviously, he's going to want to play every game, and can he get to that level? I think, I think Cal McGregor. I was thinking about this uh, while I was watching our game. I think Cal McGregor. It'll be interesting to see. I think he'll get better with age. I think he'll. he'll he's he's still relatively young in terms of his experience of playing first team football consistently and playing in Europe and all these things but I actually think he might he'll he'll improve as he gets older and becomes more intelligent because right now for me it's his decision making that's the big issue I mean he's got pace he's technically really good and as I was saying earlier, he can accept the ball whether he's got two or three people around him in a tight space he's very happy to take the ball into his feet and most of the time not all the time, but most of the time, he'll be able to take a touch or two it and then pa- pass it on and keep possession. When he's got time to think, though, I think that's when he lets himself down. And he, he ends up, he, he either tries to do too much or sometimes it's the simple things that go wrong and he mis- misplaces a pass or whatever. But I definitely think there's still potential there. I think there's still more to come out of Callum McGregor and I think but obviously Brendan Rodgers is going to be the man to get it, but with the number of midfielders that we've got and the fact he wants to bring in another one, is he going to get the chance to show that consistently? Probably not, but personally, I'm a fan.
2: But then obviously, <clears throat> if he's still about the squad, he's going to be obviously pushing more and more to get into the start, which at times could be, I mean, you could have injuries, like, like just now it is. Um, I think <clears throat> finally Brendan's noticed that McGregor within the midfield three brings more a bit more pace and a bit more lot um, more energy energy than what Bitton does because yep. Bittan's now been sitting on the bench ever since what, I think McGregor, McGregor started the last three games four games and I think after the one game or I think whatever game Bittan was taken off he was really slow and he was his performance mm-hmm. wasn't great stuck on McGregor and I think at that point he's realised going do you know what. It's better McGregor and there than it is, bit on because yep. there's more energy, like you said, there's more energy, there's more drive, there's more kind of putting it, tw- and it's also putting Brown back where he I think he sees Brown's role now as the holding midfielder. Obviously, with his age, he can't really get about the pitch. Well, you still see him, mind you, most of it getting about an awful lot, but I think McGregor, it, Brown seems to have matured into this kind of player that can dictate the play more, yeah, and it's from that position so. It works out better having Brown there with him. I think it also shows the fact the faith that uh, Rodgers has them. The fact that McGregor's played always th- well, been involved, played thirty six games. I'm what? not quite sure how many starts, but this season that's the most games he's had under any <coughs> under any manager
1: mm-hmm.
2: at Celtic. So it has shown that Rodgers get faith in him to either bring him on or start him when required.
1: Do you know just a wee aside on, on the Beaton point now? I thought it was quite interesting that Beaton and Aboui were both on the bench. I mean, those t- from what we know about Aboué, and obviously it's not much. That's they're they play in pretty much the same position, doing the same kind of job. I never, th- I well, I I can't see it going forward. Certainly, the two of them. You know, being on the bench, I I, I can't imagine that happening going yeah. forward. I still think Beaton will leave. Yeah. But the two of them playing the same position, doing the same job, it seemed kind of daft. But, but maybe no, the there
2: was no that midfielders, but, <coughs> but
1: maybe there was no one else to bring in. Yeah. There's and I think,
2: obviously, that then you are thinking like you said, if there's two of them, would it not been better one of them and one, and a Henderson? So I, yeah. don't know if, I don't know. if Henderson's out of favour now totally, and maybe with a slight injury that's why he wasn't being He was at. Rude. I
1: mean, he was at the game, Henderson, because he was taking part in all the celebrations. He was in training. I've seen him pictured in training. So, I don't know. I don't sure know what's happening. Have never noticed
2: them having celebrations? Dembele?
1: No, Dembele wasn't Din- there.
2: Didn't seem a pitch. I Wonder why he's not there.
1: But think then, players like Peter? Eric wasn't there either. But,
0: but so he's going so daft if if on if the old Instagram. Uh, as Well, I, I think if think you, Eric I think like a madman.
1: Maybe if you've got a, an injury. Just still too st- no, I but, but, but I know Griffiths was there, but m- maybe they had the options. He's got a fractured he's got a fractured bone in his back. But as if Griffiths was going to miss it at uh, Tyncastle you know what I mean?
2: Of course, he'd be there. Um, but I was just surprised. I never even noticed that Eric wasn't there. But I just did notice that Dembele wasn't there. And I was a bit th- I thought. I thought with the fact that we're going to win the league that day, you would expect all your squad to be there. Yeah, like yeah, even yeah, the ones, obviously not the Day squad, but even the injured ones. Um, I mean, he's got. It said he's got a hamstring
0: hamstring strain, but you can still turn up. But well, that's Roger's decision, isn't it? Oh, aye. Yeah. It's going to help him recover not having to travel through to Edinburgh, then. That's fine. Um, Big Tourie. Haven't seen him in a while. He got a, a wee appearance. He's, a few, he's a few more, but to get his medal. Yeah, we're
2: looking that's at his seven appearances, I think, so that's far. His uh, so seventh appearance in the league, so you need your ten, magical ten, so you got another three games to play in the next day. But
1: then, uh, I think that was, that was also Brendan Rogers. Putting them out and saying, you. you know, remember this guy, and he, he's he's still a big part of this Yeah. Um, and I, uh, he's he's spot on doing that. I think that's that's very kind of smart management from Brendan Rodgers. Although I've not seen it talked about much, to be fair, uh, since the game, but. Colo is Colo for me. What he done at the start of the season? I remember we ran a poll talking about you know who was the most influential player. I still think he's he he had a major say in how well this this season's gone for uh, us.
0: Absolutely. Um, Talk about steadying the ship that he came in the defence. I mean, remember those first few games? It wasn't. Yeah, exactly. It, this wasn't a cut and dry uh, domination like we're seeing now. You know, things things yep. needed uh, steadying and. He was an experienced head that came in and very capable as well. Yeah,
1: and a lot of talk about whether he might be a coach and things. I think that'd be fantastic if we could get him to to stay on at the club in a coaching role. I think that'd be superb. Guy who has experience and things and, and the, the level knows. that
0: we want to be playing at. He's played the Champions yep, League exactly. that's what It's about, um, but don't know if he's a good coach though. That's a good point. True, true. Kieran, thoughts on Colo Turi?
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I thought it was uh, again. It was it was nice of him. Um, yeah, I mean he has, like Louis says, he was a big part of our shaking out defence. Obviously from last year we were a bit too shaky and we were losing too many goals. And then he's come in, turned it around, helped us get in the Champions League as well. If you if you think about it, because he was playing in the qualifiers. Yeah. And um, helped to kind of shore it up there now. So, yes. Yeah, Obviously, good of Rogers to do that. Aye. But and like I said, i surprising surprised it's not picked up. The fact that he was kind of kind of given that just just to have mm-hmm. a wee a wee nod to the fans to say just remember this guy. This is yeah one of the main players. And you got to, to learn,
0: I mean, you look at the improvement in Boyata. Um, obviously Brendan Rodgers and his staff have got a big part to play in that. But maybe you know Toury's in there in the background as well. Yeah. Helping out the other centre backs, you would I, imagine. I thought. D- I thought. Um,
1: I, w- I was watching some of the game back. I'd, I ended up only watching the first half hour, but I actually thought um, Boyata especially probably more so than usual. But the two of them were pretty dominant. Um, and as kind of as Kieran said, Hearts were getting more joy out of, out of the wide areas, especially kind of our right hand side. But Boyata, there was a couple of times in kind of quick succession at the begin beginning of the game. He just absolutely bossed. He bossed a couple of boys, and for that point of view, Boyata seems to be getting getting on. But at the same time, uh, uh, kind of like Cal McGregor, it's his it's his kind of decision making and stuff that, that at times holds him back. But you can't deny Boyata has improved immensely. But is he the, the the answer for next season? Kind of remains to be seen. But he's definitely improved. Does he? Why
2: not? Because. We don't really want to have to go and s- buy another defender. Um, Rogers well, wants one. Has he said that. All right.
0: Ah, we do, We need one anyway. Cause well, Touri's going to Rod- obviously finish up. Yeah. He
2: keeps Lustig as a right back, but when goes to a back three, see the thing is, if he goes to a back three, he either has to have Lustig in centre half, or he has to drop him because he's not fit enough. He's not then uh, not pacey enough to be that kind of attacking midfield, attacking like wing back. Um. Obviously it depends see the uh, I suppose there's still questions around Eric and the way it's Maybe. looking, I wonder if he's the one that's going to be sacrificed. I think he's going to keep Boya and Yozo, bring in a, an eight other, center and a half, and then obviously Lustig would be your fourth.
0: But I, I mean I would <coughs> even think if if he's going to buy a centre back, he's probably going to try to buy somebody better than what we already have. You know. You, he wants ah, he's only done to bring in quality exactly. um, unless it's a youngster who's got you know, a huge amount of potential so well, it might it might not be that, it might be one of those guys if he's not
2: too much of a strong fan of Eric that's the one to cash in because don't forget you've got Ayer going to come back who seems to be fitting <coughs> as a centre half who seems to be doing quite well at recently Yeah, recently
1: I've heard he's been kind of raved about with some of his promises yeah, I would, uh, you would have to imagine that Ayer's probably going to go out and loan again but then you've also got you've also got um, Jamie McCart who's doing really really well just getting to the the Scotland under twenty ones. Um, got ca- called up for them. was up at Peterhead. Yeah, I mean, but these guys obviously are very much for the future. But yeah, I think it, I I kind of agree. I think Eric, because remember there was the interest supposedly from Leicester for Eric. Um, in January and whether that was true or not we don't know but um, it does kind of seem like he's the one that would be sacrificed but I I don't know we'll we'll need to wait and see but but, I mean there wouldn't be that long ago that everybody the the potential thought of Boyata being one of our you know our first choice centre-back arguably for the Champions League qualifiers everybody would have the bloody fear Mm -hmm. but it's amazing
0: how, how quickly things can change, I suppose. And just, um, when we are talking about the centre-backs here, we do have a question on Facebook from Callum Walker, uh, who's asking, should Colo get more game time now the league's been won? Or who are the central defence of next season? So we've kind of touched on... Yeah, we'll get he, ha- he has to get
2: three performances, at least, to get his is medal, like medal. medal. Is so it definitely still 10? I'm sure it is. I'm sure that's still there. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't um, tell you. But of what we're proven wrong, then, yeah. Okay, I could
0: know. Google it, but I'm not gonna.
2: I don't know. I'm not gonna. Um, yeah, you'd like to see him. I mean, that's Rogers has now said he's like he came out. I remember, I his interview after. Uh, he was saying like, I've now got I like, can. Uh, I've got to look after my players now, so it's a case of because he was talking about he was actually more talking about the fact of the turnaround now between the end of the season and the start and the start of the qualifiers. Yeah, and I think he's like now like he's national he's
0: games as well. Well,
2: not the tenth of June's the big the big one. So you technically. The 10th of June, they lose the players for two weeks. So you're looking at, I think, I assume, aye, so it's two weeks after the cup finals. So they might have a week's free, like once the cup finals, that's the end of the season. There's a week there for me to rest and they're back in for the international for two weeks. So that's 10th to the 17th of June. And then we'll be picking them back up just towards the end of June. So they're only going to have them possibly two weeks after that and then it's bang straight into the summer. So he was he was kind of appreciating the fact that that was going to be coming up. And because of that, he was wanting to protect his players a lot. So you'll see there'll be, there'll be chops and changes, but I don't see widespread. He's not going to go, just go half a team go. Because um, they were questioning about that. Now the fact of there's two, the two cup games, but there's eight league games, but there's still the defeated run. And he, I think we can... Um, you know, we kind of put to him like, what's more important? Is it getting more of your, ah, rest, or some of your youngsters, or a squad players, a game time, or is it try to go for that undefeated? And he just says, obviously, I've got a a duty. That was a care to my players. So that says to me that he's going to be kind of resting yeah. a lot here in the, but then. Yeah, he still to rest too many because these players have got to play in the cup final. Well, he said, that that cup no, final, he, he, he said he wasn't going um, to do I'm it
1: I'm anything like that for for the next month. He said yeah. that we've got too many important games, so no one's getting rested in the next month. But I'm just quickly before you go on, sorry, um, big colo. I just seen a video there on Twitter. Um, big colo's taking the training at Lennox Town tonight for the the kids. So I don't I I, know. I, I, what so age group, but he's up there at Lennox Town tonight taking like taking training. Coaching so
0: guys. Uh, Twitter is a social media site, www.twitter.com just in case the listeners are unsure. Forward slash
1: 90minutesynic it's are. the only
0: Twitter page you need. Um
1: Oh god, I've lost it. What,
0: was I say? what were we talking about? We were just talking about like how much he's going to be ah, Racing and stuff like that. Yes, so... um no, I still forgot what I was going to say. But we did have a Twitter question I was going to link into. Tony McHugh, um, which is it's is essentially that question. But to us, would you sacrifice uh, going undefeated in the league to let some of the reserves and youth players have a run for the team for the rest of the season? So we've talked about what Brendan was saying, but what would your opinion I, be? I
2: wouldn't want to sacrifice it, however, but I would want to give some of the youth a couple of games here. But I wouldn't. like It would be like one or two.
0: So not wholesale there, changes. but
2: not No, not wholesale changes to the rest of the whole squad because, like I said, there is still a same final to play for and the players have still got to keep it at ultimate peak fitness. So by having game times, that helps that. I know you're on the risk of maybe injuries and then we lose them, but it's the risk it's got to be taken. But I still, I mean, I, st- I would see now we're so close, I would like to get undefeated. It's, it's one thing to have. I mean, it's like... I mean for for Rogers, I mean it just puts him right up there the fact of treble, your first season and undefeated. I mean it's
0: It would be pretty good. It would be it,
2: it would be the um they say ma- uh, the undefeated domestic league season matches uh, the old oh. Rangers. Oh, okay. Um they got it in eighteen ninety nine but they played eighteen games. But because it was a, it was a full season it's still classes an undefeated season. Whereas we're doing it with twenty more games. So obviously we'll be stealing that off, and it will look more impressive. But um, I'll just put an actual proper footmark on how just how dominant this season has been, and just how well Rogers has
0: done. Yeah, I, I don't think we need it. You know, I don't, I just I you're don't saying don't it will let us know how well he's done if he, nah, he's done. <laughs> you know he's achieved this season. Doesn't matter. Could lose every game from now to the season. He still had a. I don't care about care it. To be, be honest
1: with you, it's not something I'm. I think I th- I think for for me th- I w- I really want us to get the treble the yeah. treble the treble is the m- the major thing yeah. for that's for me you aim for the treble you work towards the treble you try and do everything you can to get it if you go the season unbeaten for me that's just something that is a kind of a bonus if you it's get a it but bonus but it's not something that you're gonna actively worry about in your head you know what I mean I I wouldn't like us to.
0: And that's I'd be giving it too much focus, you know what I mean? I think there'll be other fans in Scotland celebrating if and when we do lose a game in the league, but it really doesn't matter. Yeah, it's yeah. not
1: it's not like it's not like something to be disappointed about if we don't yeah. get it, you know what I, mean? Yeah. I and mean? I would be disappointed if we didn't get it treble. I but.
2: don't think but right, I don't think the players need to focus that well. I think the, all their focus needs to do is just win the game. So whatever game the, as each game comes, the next game just yeah. go out there to win it. And like we've said and Roger said, like it's not gonna be the only way we could possibly do that after was wholesale changes, which is proven is not. So I, I don't really see it an issue, but I don't see it. Uh,
0: like you said, it's not something I really want, but if we get it, any games doesn't matter how good you
1: are. I certainly, l- I'd like to, I'd like to see some players get a, an opportunity. You know, I'd, I'd like to see Gamboa back in the team personally. Yep. Um, I'd like to see a come in and and get some game time. I'd like to see Aitchison play. Um, and these these players deserve to get a, a look in before the end of the season and I think they will but what we've got is it eight game eight l- league eight, games eight league games left um you would hope that they would get a better game too.
0: Aye. And we've got we've got a couple of questions around some of those players. Um just thinking about we've got a couple of games coming up actually uh depending when people are listening to this we've got the Jags tomorrow yep. um and then Kelly at the weekend. No?
2: No, it's Ross County home.
0: I think is it, not? Is it Ross County? Was it Kelly? My pish? I don't know. <laughs> I, couldn't <laughs> I couldn't tell. Maybe you. It was me actually. Not unheard of. Uh, let's have a quick look here. This one I will Google, and then I'll shout at you. Shouting your dad. We've got. I know we've
1: got. We've get three games before the cup. Uh, game. The other one's County. So
2: maybe County away.
0: Ah. Uh, so. Yeah, we have get. No, it's Kilmarnock on uh, Saturday, right, exactly. and then it's Ross County on the Sunday, the sixteenth. So so that's the next game. Ross, uh, sorry, Kilmarnock
1: at home or away? Home. Uh, Two
2: home gives their own home, Wednesday home and Saturday.
1: Right. Um, so again,
2: home, winnable. Even if we were to put a couple of changes in there, you still would be confident that they're winnable. I think there was, for it, like, it's not an issue, but the only t- thing would be the last five fa- la- the last five games after the split, what games are away from home? So we've got Eyebrooks. Have we met Pedogi twice this season? can't remember. Mm, not sure. No, I think we've had them twice. Pedogi would be the worst one what well, the, well, the Well, the, f- the, f-
1: the first one, the first game post split is Ibrox. Uh. So f- for me, you get that game done, you've got four more games. Those four games, for me, that's when the likes of H.S. and that can get a, can get a game. Because no one's going to accept changes for the the Rangers games. Obviously, the cup games totally different. But the league game, we're going to want to go there and, and and win. And you're going to play your strongest team. After that, the last four games of the league season. Hopefully, at that point, we're we're in a cup final, and we've got that to prepare for. Then th- that's the time where I think you could maybe you can toy about with it a bit. I
0: think obviously the semi final, you play your strongest team, but. Remember, this is a team 35 points below us in the league. I think we can put youngsters out of have, I've no fear. Nah, I've um, after, after getting a draw the last did, time? Nah. You did alright. You got a decision or two. We weren't at our best. Um, what I did like earlier on was when Ciarán was saying we've got two more games in the cup. Just, ah, that semi-finals one. Not a <laughs> <laughs> that's in the bag. <laughs> that's yeah, In the pocket. Not a problem. Um, you mentioned gamboa gamboa and gms got about 10 minutes each roughly uh, against yep. hearts uh, not t- i, d- I kind of forgot to ask about that you didn't have a lot of time did you think they did all right didn't have enough time to do anything
1: no i i, d-
0: I wasn't really memorable for me to be honest um i don't remember
1: i don't remember I- either of them really doing anything fantastic not. um gamboa is one that kind of still interests me from the re- point that I've I just don't think we've seen enough of him and he, I mean we, we know he's got a lot of pace but we've not really had the chance to see it in much of an attacking sense um so I'd like I'd like to see him come in especially when you know that Lustig can't really offer you that pace anymore I think Lustig's still someone b- because of the the experience that he's got and I mean he's 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 still he is still brilliant yeah, certain attributes that you know maybe aren't up there now than what they were before. Gamboa is someone who I would like to see come in and given an opportunity. Would I play him in the cup game? Probably not. But you know, give him give him some league time. Uh, GMS done. Aye, GMS's times up. I think
2: he's had quite a few games and chances, and he's yeah. not really. Um, he's not taking them, he's not performing. So I just don't know if he just cannot deal with the pressure of being at Celtic.
1: Um, yeah, and, uh, and Brendan Rogers had said last week, well, it was a, a centre-half, a midfielder, a winger and a striker for the four areas that he said that he, he was looking to buy someone. Yeah. So, and he, he, he mentioned winger because Paddy Roberts was going to be leaving. Um, so, you know, there's going to be another winger coming in if GMS goes, does that
0: mean he needs two? I don't know. I doubt. Yeah. I doubt that. I think he. I think we need to buy two wingers. One of those could be Paddy Roberts, which would be delightful, in my opinion. Um, yeah. but we need we need a right winger and a left winger because Sinclair's amazing. We need somebody to back him up or to challenge him. Forrest and Roberts or Forrest and another on the night. Yep. Yep. Nod. Nod. Good. Yeah. Podcast. Huh? nods. Nodcast Absolutely Um, That's the other Just again Keep on going back To this Hearts game The Lustig incident incident. Bloody disgrace Oh with the fans? Uh, I paused
2: it to him For for his restraint
0: I fucking slapped him Cool as a cucumber Mikael Lustig
2: which is quite unusual, because see sometimes in the pitch, he just goes off his nut at things, and he's usually in people's faces, but...
1: This isn't Mikael's first
0: time at the rodeo, boys. <laughs> <laughs> but that, That's the
1: thing, I know I know prof- they are the professionals, and they're getting paid well, and they've got to maintain their cool and all that, but it must be so hard when you're... I mean, if I was in my work, and I was getting that kind of abuse and aggression and intimidation
0: well, you're a teacher so i'd imagine you do i do i get all the
1: time um and of course i never retaliate or say anything back you know but um but it must have been very difficult for him i mean the behavior there was shocking but you know again i've not heard much i've not seen much in the papers about it i don't see Ann budge coming out and commenting about how disgraceful it was it just seems like you know, it's it's part of the course and that's acceptable. I, I think if if Lush i could, you know, not physically got involved, but went mental. To the guy started sh- swearing like a trooper and, and throwing gestures gestures up in there. I think he'd be perfectly entitled to do that. But if he'd done that, he would probably he'd be hauled up in front of the SFA. Uh,
2: he'd be booked as well straight away. because uh. um I mean, Andy Walker even made the point. He's like, I don't I don't understand why
1: people that aren't thrown out. Why the stairs yeah. don't go over, pick him out and go, there you go. And the thing was, the police walked, did you see the police walk along? And yet they never actually said anything to any of the people. They just kind of walked out in between them. They
2: probably don't know who threw the ball. um. But all that accused. They, they,
1: they should be turning around to face the people and telling them to calm down, you know? And they didn't even do that. But just uh, it's anybody watching that is just gonna uh, you know, gonna see it for what it is. It was just horrible. It's just obviously because
2: right. well, it's just Tyne, the way the Tyne Castle stadium is, it's just that close. I mean they're never the only way they're ever gonna stop that is by not by not selling the first three or four rows, but they'll just blow that up. no t- no chance, it's yep. just as tough. So um maybe they maybe like the SFA need to do a few sanctions towards hearts to say like, you need to
1: control your crowd better. Um, well I, I mean they they could or they I, mean, I don't know if they've even get the capability enforced that the f- the first couple of rows, you know, for a game or two the first couple of ro- rows aren't allowed to be
2: used or for certain games like obviously maybe sell games because there's such a the hatred between the two yeah. clubs because yeah. um, don't I mean obviously they don't even have room for stewards you know obviously at Parkhead and other stadiums they have stewards all in the front and it's to kind of control the crowd a little bit but obviously they've not got the space at all
1: I um, mean. To to be fair, I'm I'm sure, the atmosphere. Uh, okay, it's one of hatred and everything, everything else. But that intimidating atmosphere must be something that the players absolutely love playing in. Oh, I mean, Scott Brown said that before. Ah, they they mm-hmm. must love going to Tyne Castle because the atmosphere is intimidating. But Second at the same time, in Scotland. That's th- that was a step beyond getting in the guy's face like that. I mean, hitting them in the balls with a ball. That's. that's
0: he did spit, didn't he? It looks like he spits. I don't know. Uh, I don't no, think so. I don't remember that no. No.
1: He ju- uh, the, the first guy just throws the ball yeah. right as. <clears throat> I'm saying
2: that. Um, ballistics. I mean, you can always argue as well as player safety is getting called into question there. Because I mean, he could have done that, or it was the other way, you could have thrown at the guy in the guy, you could have thrown him in his face, as well. Um, but you bet you, if was, he was the other way round, and it was Celtic fans. Oh. At a heart's put out that would have been a hollow over media. Wouldn't have heard the end of right it. have amongst so it, so. pushed aside as, as they always do. Bloody mainstream media.
0: That's it. Right so this all. theoretical thing that they haven't done. I I exactly. Say. Aye. So, um, Partick Thistle. Lineups, gentlemen. I know we've talked about possibly after the split playing younger players, but you going to put your money where your mouth is? What would your line-up th- be?
2: I honestly do think it's mixed up. Because, like I said, Roberts didn't offer enough as a striker.
0: A goal and two assists.
2: A goal and like two assists, yes. But didn't do anything else in the game. No. And, uh, I
0: know the assists were
2: obviously him dropping down to get the ball and then playing it in. It was like St. Clair became the strike. Well, not for the first goal, but the second goal anyway. St. Clair was the one that ran him behind the defense. Um So, I, I think an actual, an actual kind of trained striker.
0: Um, so take me through be. back to front.
2: <laughs> hey. <laughs> um. To be honest, I would probably just I'd just play the same the same team, and I'd like to would play the same formation. But I would probably, obviously, sacrifice Akison for honestly sacrifice. I just want to put Nicholson ahead of Roberts.
0: So are you dropping Roberts, or is he dropping back and somebody else's?
2: Um, I'll drop Roberts. So he's on the the bench and there's somebody to come on Because that's the other thing I found about our, our bench on Sunday, there was not a lot there that could change the game for me. We had a f- a right back, mm. a centre half, two hold midfielders. Um and then we had obviously Aitkinson and Mackay Stevens. Mackay Stevens we've seen ourselves as not really doing too much. is a young lad. So if we were not if we were really struggling that game and we were struggling to maybe even win that game, I got that bench and thought, you know what, there's not a lot there that can change. You could argue Gamboa would maybe change a wee bit of the dynamic where maybe from pace from from the this, the wings but there wasn't a lot there to um that could have for me turned the game. Like for instance if you'd look like Roberts on the bench or if you'd look like Forrest or
1: Yeah.
2: Grafus as well on the bench, there was people there who could come on and change games, but there wasn't enough. So um I I put Roberts on the bench. because um, Forrest, Forrest has been playing pretty well. I mean again I thought First twenty minutes, half an hour again, he was quiet as well. But then started getting into games, as a game as a goals And he, he started getting in game more as well, and driving the defender and was kind of getting past him a few times. So um, yeah, I'd be same team, but because instead of Roberts.
1: I think um, I think Rogers will show a lot of respect to Partick Faisal because uh, Partick Faisal in a really good run of form just now. I don't I, don't think, I think they've they're certainly undefeated in like the last four or five games. I think. That point um,
2: explains why they've sold out their allocation. Yeah, they, they
1: might think they're going to get something. Absolutely. Um, so I, I think you, I, I think he'll probably. I don't think he'll be. He will go with a kind of three at the back. I think it will be. I, th- I, I think he might play Gamboa. Um, th- that to me would make sense. Give Lustig a bit of rest, because um, remember he was away on in international duty as well. So maybe a player who needs a wee bit of rest. Um, but Gamble could easily come in there. I I I think he'll stick with Boyata and Yozo, um, at centre half, and obviously Tierney in the left. Um, midfield, I think those three will stay as I th- I, th- I think it will probably yeah. I think it probably will There's be McGregor McGregor boom. Brown and and Armstrong. But I think Rod uh, will be. I think Tam will be back. I think Tam will feature at some point in the game. Whether he starts or whether he comes on later. He did say that, the Hearts
2: game was coming too early, but didn't quite say the Thistle game, but I think he's going to be basically he's, he's
1: back He's back in training. He's been training for a couple of weeks now. I think he'll come on at some point. Um, well, he
2: needs he needs to play in these next three games for him to be, pre- be prepared for the semi-final.
1: Aye, true. Um, he needs some match fitness. But I think he'll probably start the same three. And then up front... Um, I don't think he'll start Aitchison. I think Aitchison will be in the bench again, might might get a run out at some point, but I think he'll stick with Roberts and Roberts Forrest and Sinclair as the kind of forward three. Um and and really that th- that three should be Lethal. Lethal and, and and very intimidating for any any other team in, in Scotland. When you think about the pace that all three of them have got and the the skill that all three of them have got. That should be really interesting, but it's not quite clicked. But maybe this is maybe this is a game for for it to happen. I don't know. I ju- I just mean all three of them playing brilliant in one game. You know, for, forest forest Fine, no, eh? Fine, no. Oh no, I know, I know. But I just mean, you yeah, know, you, you see, you see, sometimes like I'm 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 no suggesting for a minute like Barcelona's front free. But you, you see teams like that where they have like three forwards who are just scary, and when they click, you've not got a chance. I just like to see it. But then there's there's also this thing about our pitch, and it seems okay. to be that that is kind of holding us back a wee bit. And I heard Brendan Rodgers was talking about it. I, I can't remember. If it was immediately after the game, the hearts came. No, no, it was c- a couple c- of g- it was a, a couple of weeks ago. He, he mentioned that again, like in the last yeah. week, and he was talking about the actual process of it happening. And yeah. it's not simply a case of lifting up what's there just now and putting down this new hybrid pitch that he wants. It's actually going to take, it's going to take a couple of years to really in, see in fact it to do. So I think that the 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 kind of foundations, if you like, or what's under the pitch just now a is is very old it's it's been there for like a decade and it's even like an old sprinkler system and everything that's underneath the pitch and they want to replace all of that so th- what they're going to do is they're going to take all of that up and replace that during the summer and then put another pitch down and then in january and uh, January during the winter break they're going to take the pitch up again put and p- do the next stage of it have a, a have another pitch on top, and then the following summer, they will then remove that pitch, and they'll put in the hybrid pitch, and everything will be set then. So actually, we're not going to see the 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 pitch that he's talking about, and and the way he wants it, like they they have down in England. We're not going to see that for, yeah. you know, this the 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 coming season. will be the season after that. Um hopefully that's something that keeps Brendan Rodgers at the club. Well, know, that,
0: new sprinklers, new bit of tough. But that ties in, the fact he's thinking that far ahead long for term, something yeah. that is really just um, going to help the club in the long term, yeah. that hopefully means that when he talks about a project and being here and working for years.
2: Well, that's what he said in his interview of the last day or two. He actually <clears throat> he says, I will be going back to England at some point. But it's not in the near future. <coughs> so he says he's he wants to leave a legacy to Celtic. Now a legacy will not be created in one year. A legacy will take a number of years. That he wants to kind of leave his input, um, on the on the club itself. Um, so he's not he's not in rush out of here. He's a boyhood Celtic fan. He loves it. I mean, what's happened over this season? He probably couldn't have imagined it to go that well. But he will actually loving it. And he has said to himself that the actually the next kind of step is he wants to make it a Champions League team. Now, they've said that up until now, it's possibly been a, a, a Europa League team, but he's got the ability to turn, turn it into a Champions League game, a team and that's his aspirations. And I don't think he feels he'll leave until he feels that I can walk away and it is a Champions League team. And whoever comes in with me, after me, won't have a lot to change. Just obviously want won't put their mark on it, but they'll be walking into a, a successful team that's doing well in the Champions League almost year in and year out, which I'm is what Celtic should be. And he's, he's seen that himself, and that's what he wants to And he wants to be the man to build that. So he wants to build the Champions League club, if, if you want to say, that there'll always be the facilities, there'll always be the training, the coaching, there'll always be the kind of uh, structure for Kind of players being brought in because like, I mean, obviously he's brought in a new recruitment headed recruitment, which is a guy who worked with him at Chelsea that he, he's got, he speaks highly of. So <coughs> he's he's kind of putting all that in there. So uh, it all
1: speaks volumes that we're going to see him for a couple of years. Who was the last Celtic manager that had a legacy? legacy's a big word. Martin O'Neill. Martin O'Neill. Why? Because he got us to the, the Europa League final. Europa League final. Champions League football, um, because I mean, treble. Just to be cynical as we are in nature, how does Brendan Rodgers get a legacy like a genuine legacy that carries on through the next through decades of of to come in in terms of Celtic's history? How does he do that? Because he can't do it domestically.
0: So, it. I mean, there, there I would disagree. Just. A treble, and as much as we all might think that's something that we should be able to win, that doesn't happen very often. I think any manager that does that has got their place in history. I think that's a fact. No, it will do. But it's a, got, it's a got, lasting yeah, legacy I'll is... I'll, I, a, yeah, yeah. It's not a lasting legacy, but if you want to... Building a
1: legacy... I just think, I'm, you know, well, building a legacy...
2: It's what, what is it, a legacy, really? So what is... What? To what be the terminology in a football sense of legacy? Because if you think about it, we're talking about want to be a Champions League team. <coughs> Gordon Strachan got his ears twice. Yeah, is but it ever taught about he's left a legacy? How but he, he, may but say he fans
0: don't like him. He didn't leave a legacy, although that's not necessary. That's maybe came from above him. But when we're thinking about legacy, you, you were talking about it. Brendan's the next manager that comes in has got the foundation. He's got a, a team. He's got a, a first eleven that are capable of doing it, and there are there's a youth system there's the pitch there's the training facilities yeah. and there's the structure in the club to he's got continually to have, get us into the Champions League
1: yeah he's got to he's got to have shaped the club in in such a way that you know that imprint is there after he leaves i i just don't i, I, I just purely being c- cynical about it i just don't quite see how he can do that winning it, it's not so much about winning league titles in order but to do that I mean Ronnie yeah. Dyla won two league titles out of two league titles that he that he fought for are people going to say that he has a legacy or are people going to remember him in ten years time probably not you know did Neil Lennon have a legacy he beat Barcelona but that's a one off game a, a memorable a memorable night and probably the best night of our footballing lives but does does he have a legacy? Maybe he does because he was a player and a manager. But that's, that's, that's that's different.
2: Then, Technically Strachan should have won because he won how many titles did he win? I can't remember. Two out of four, maybe three out of four. But like I said, he get he get to the last sixteen twice. Yeah. Something the Neil never managed. Something that Dial or Len, Len got it once, didn't he? Right, Len got it yeah. once. Well Rogers ever do that? We'd like to think he could possibly get there. When you look at the look at the format of the Champions League changing now, yeah. it's going and to become even more difficult. So that that might that might be the legacy—the fact of that he's able to beat that challenge by the way that the the UEFA has just changed in the Champions League. If we if he has managed to get to the last sixteen, they can say, "Well, you've done it when it's totally unexpected. and yeah, You've been th- totally up against it." I think
1: ultimately, you know, the the, the Champions League is the the kind of no matter what. Brendan Rodgers says about I've always been a Celtic fan and all that sort of stuff. If he's not in the Champions League, if we don't make it to the Champions League next year, I don't care what you say or what he says. Next year football without the Champions League is not going to it's not going to be as satisfying for him. I, I don't think because he, he but he's pr- he's <coughs> such a professional that he wants a challenge. He wants to develop and if he's not developing what's the point? I know he wants the best for the club, absolutely, and never doubt that. But the Champions League is just so, so important and he's even more important arguably now because we've got a manager that we're desperate to keep. And I think we need the Champions League for Brendan Rodgers. My worry is we don't get a Champions League how long How long <laughs> can you keep him, you know?
2: But it depends if you then, ask if you then lose it for the season after that again. However, yeah. that, that, if it, if if we, God forbid, don't make it, then it, it can't be seen as a negative because then you're you, you're into the Europa League, which is, some people now, now argue, a level where we should be able to get a lot further. Fair dudes that won't have the riches and the money, but it's not the be-all end-all because that gives a platform for um, more experience in Europe, but it'll also give experience of Europe past the kind of group stages because obviously with the Europa League, it's that, that, that's not easy, though. It's not easy, but see me. People, yeah. people were saying, so see, you look at the last eight just now in Europa League. Some of the teams there have like, teams that we could beat. Not being too arrogant about it, but the way we're playing now, there's a lot of teams in there that can be beatable now. So the Europa, Europa League is a level that you could get a lot further. But obviously, it's not got the riches, and it's not seen as a success of it. But if if if, if, if God forbid we were to fail Champions League, it's it's not the be end or end all. It's not the gloom, because you can always have that which then prepares them again for the following season when you, hopefully, it would then be better and it would be a better platform for the Champions i
1: question for you. I never tweeted it, but I hope you listen to it anyway. Um, Champions League qualifiers, always horrendous in terms of nerves and things, right? If we go into the qualifiers with this squad, say Paddy Roberts really is the only first teamer that's not going to be there. keep a hold of Belly and Sinclair and we go into these qualifiers how confident are you that we make it through are you more significantly more confident than previous years or is it still the
0: qualifiers and you still have the fear still the fear because just the nature of the thing but I'm more confident with this squad and this manager that will qualify than I have been in a long time Um, but you you, you can never be 100% confident that you're you're going to get through to the Champions League especially with the number of different games that we're going to have to play?
2: Um, I would be more, a lot more comfortable and, and confident because last year Rogers came in, had very little time to kind of get the team together, get the squad playing his way and obviously that first game we were all in disbelief what happened losing to part-timers for Gibraltar and that thing you're thinking but then obviously that it then turned around I, and no. was, so if you think of what he's done with the qualifiers then when he had a team that he didn't really know to a team that he has now, the way they are playing I feel the, the qualifiers we, we should be totally confident and I, I think we should be blowing some of these teams away, I, I think we'd be more comfortable, more confident the
1: the worst, the worst one was that Bear shaver game away that was absolutely nail-biting that was I awful mean, that game and but that, that is, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how they get uh, how that how that squad does in the qualifiers, in, in June. But then know, they're,
0: they're capable. Uh, but it's th- the, the issue as well is it's you're just starting the season and it depends who you're getting. Yeah. They might not be starting their season.
1: Yeah. But
2: the thing as well, I mean with the best ever one that showed you that we actually we fought for that that result that. Um, Two 0 n- No, was it I My memory is I'm sure it was no 0 0-0, But, n- but out m- home? But, but, but they were
1: terrible. Remember, I mean, they, they, they were not terrible. They they give us young. a very tough game that night. But what I mean is, they were terrible in front of goal. Um, but still, yeah. I, I would hope that when we get there, with yeah. Brendan Rodgers and this squad, we do better. But still going to be. It's still going to be nil. They
2: were they were fighting with. They were showing a lot of character and a lot of fight. For a team that hadn't really had a manager for that long, but we're yeah. still able to dig it out and dig a result out. Now I feel it's obviously getting into the, this these champ the, the next qualifiers. We won't need to do that because they'll be they're more of a squad now. They're they're gelling together. They're performing very well. The form we'll have get into that, and the conference we'll have. Um, but we'll do it in good stead for it. So I, I I'm confident we will make it through. It's just I just don't think it'll be. It won't be easy. It will always, always be nerve wracking because you're just thinking of that as the games go on and you haven't scored yet, you'd always get the fear that somebody yeah. might go against you.
0: Good stuff, lads. We'll take a small musical break and then we'll come back. We'll answer questions from Twitter. We'll talk about a few other Celtic related matters and the supplement, which you can read at They're be available for download. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> uh, before we get into the questions, I did want to mention about the uh, food collection um, at the Killian match, so Saturday, the 8th of April. Um, Celtic Park from 12pm, uh, they're having a collection for um, the Glasgow North East Food Bank, um, and that's in partnership with Celtic FC Foundation and the Kelton Parkhead Church of Scotland. Main collection point, if you have a donation to make, is at the Clover, which is just off the Celtic Way, um, so the kind of big uh, Clover that's marked out next to the Celtic Way. Obviously, do your best if you can. Great cause and all that, innit? Absolutely, yep. Fantastic. Good stuff, good to see the club at its roots Yep, helping the needy. It's it's helping the qu- community. It's it yep. quite
2: impressive how well the Celtic fans do take to it and help, because I think i seen a picture recently of the last food drive and. The sheer volume of bags just sitting outside Celtic Park and Celtic Way was incredible, so um, there's, no surprise, there's no surprise
0: there. I mean, the Celtic fans are very giving and very charitable, so they are. Top boys and girls, and um, gender neutral and gender queer people as well, we are all top. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, we're going to go into questions from the old twit box and the old Facebook. Remember, we've got a Facebook, you can give us a like a not really a follow on the facebook but become our friends yeah we're friends facebook oh, did friends do they not like friends. do we have friends I, d- I don't i don't know how that works i actually. don't
1: know see i'm in charge of a flipboard. i don't know about <laughs> facebook
0: uh find more details about that in the supplement now um aye so these questions these questions here a uh, sick boy at lewis Riley, 1888 um where does um I'm gonna say a because I can't quite. Is it Kuasi? Kuasi, right? yeah. yeah. Um, Kuasi fit in uh, our midfield, i.e. Brown, Rogic, and Armstrong. Who does he replace? Neither. So he just doesn't fit in the midfield <laughs> <laughs> is it?
2: for me. He doesn't actually. Not We're yet. I'm not. I would not be sacrificing Armstrong because he's in form. Of his life just Phenomenal now. Normal. Yeah. Rogic is Rogic. He's just undroppable. Oh. He's um, no played in
0: ages, so how, how about that, Keirnay? Well,
2: is it where playing for him? No, well... No, he's not, can't explain. Um, Brown is just now as well. I mean, this is possibly his best season we've had. So, I mean, I mean he's a very young player. He's We've going to have him for number of years, so he's obviously not going to be straight in there. I think he will be cover. He's going to pretty much be defen- um, injured, injury cover just now, or going into next season anyway, um, until he can maybe take his chance and maybe just... Show just what kind of player he has and may turn out to be a better player than Armstrong or Brown. But with well. Brown being captain, you wouldn't point but um, we, we need to we need to see more of him. We've heard an awful lot about him. There was a price tag of three million, but for the two, came the two on, he's, he's not convincing. anything ah, he's not sure anything. Um,
1: But then, he, I mean, he, he looks very very raw. Like he just looks like a a, a young guy trying too hard
0: you know when he's and coming back was it malaria it was a serious illness he had was it? it wasn't malaria. I think, no, I think they, w- they, they were worried that's what it might have been oh but,
1: right. it, but it, it was not to be yeah
0: but I mean if he had the symptoms that made them think he might have that yeah, he yeah. was obviously not. I think no well boy for me it would
1: for me it would be um, Brown's position the more defensive can of, of everybody can I shock you what
0: yeah, it's just I was doing an Aaron Partridge impression I absolutely agree with you Lou. Yeah. Well, I think Brown's going to have to get less games as the, the seasons go, so I think Ubuie is the natural replacement for Brown, you would assume. But then we need to see more of a to know for certain that that's where he plays. Uh, I think Louie's upset. Were you, did I interrupt you? were you saying? Were you, did you have a point to make?
1: <laughs> no, no, I didn't. No, sorry, no. Did I look disappointed look there? disappointed? Um No. No, I, I, I agree. We're on, the, we're on the same wavelength there. Um, replacement for Brown is just, when it happens, realistically, he's not going to get any any game timing out. Although, you know, if you're going to rest a player, you don't necessarily have to t- totally not include them in the whole game. It no. might be the case that Brown plays 60 minutes, and if the team's winning... He's yeah. coming off. There's an agreement that he's coming off. Yeah. Well you know,
0: two, three, nil up at half time. Yeah, we, and we bring a bu-
1: bring a buoy on then. Um, I w- I would like to see him though. You know, we pay what? For what was it? Three three, three and, and
2: a half million.
0: Uh, po- <laughs> it's one of the was it newspaper. I think it varied I, from two point eight to three point five. I think, 3.5 I think, uh, and I think
2: and when they and say that it's three point five, I can cause his wages. So I think that's a significant. outlay. yeah, yeah it's yeah, a significant
1: outlay. And the thing was that Brendan Rogers was talking about how he still. Like I've not really heard Brendan Rodgers say much about a buoy since he's came in, and then he was talking last week about how he still wants a midfielder in that's strong and powerful and able to make a pass and make a difference in the Champions League. Well, what about buoy then? you like you've just spent like a good bit of money on this guy. You know where do you see him fitting? In? We maybe need a. It'd be interesting to hear Brendan Rodgers' thoughts on him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um. Ginty, at Ginty1888, uh, he's asking, um, is second fiddle to Forest really the best place for Pat Roberts to develop over the next few season?" Question mark. You've missed out on S, Ginty. P.S. Mind, keep it positive tonight. Shut up. Um, we'll be as positive as you like, Ginty. Which isn't very. Pat Roberts, would he be second fiddle to Forest if he was to stay here? And... Is that the best place for him? to? Well, it's
2: obviously not the best place for him. He is a talented talented kid, but a wee kid, huh? it probably would be because he has been this season He has been kind of setting fiddle. Whenever, whenever Forrest has been fit, I mean, with times we've seen him when Forrest was injured. As soon as he's fit, he's went straight back in the team ahead of Roberts. I think for Roberts, I mean, the quality is, I don't think he's just not disciplined enough at coming back defensively. Whereas Forrest offers more, which I think Rodgers appreciates more and looks looks for more because at times you see Sinclair as well, he does well to come back and kind of help out Tierney. I mean, was, I remember one point on Sunday that he was the last man. He was kind of ushering out for a bye, for a, a bye kick at one point. So he's able to kind of get up and down and have a discipline, whereas Roberts doesn't really, which I think is what favours Forrest over Rodgers, eh, um Forrest over Roberts to start with in Roger's eyes so, yeah. You're thinking City have paid twelve million pounds for him. They're not going to accept anything less than half that. So I would. I think I said this yesterday. Like I would not be surprised if I don't see, if we don't see Roberts at Stoke next year. I, I can have a team like Stoke who would pay the six seven million pound for him because they can see that he is a, a talented player. Um, but we'll just won't, we'll never get it in the city team.
1: I don't know. I'm sorry, but if see if you can't get into our first team, there's no chance you're gonna get if you know the starting eleven down, down the Premiership. I mean, he's he's not. F- yes, he's fantastic in his in his ability and everything, and he is a level above everybody in terms of his potential. But at the end of the day, he's not been consistent enough to guarantee is is he's a first choice starter. I mean, James Forrest, whose form goes up and down, he is ahead of him and has been all season. You know, I mean yes, he can he can come on and make a difference and he can he can give you a lot of great moments in games, but he doesn't do it consistently enough. And if he, I just don't see how even the, the style of play that he has, I don't see how he's gonna go down to England and Command a starting position, and really any of the teams down there, because I think the physicality of it would be too much for him. Um, I would, I would, of course, I would like to keep him, but as as Keiths, um, I wouldn't to. Is sitting on the bench for us or playing second fiddle to James Forrest best for him? Probably no. Probably no.
2: You do know as well, Keith is just trolling us with that question because he wants to get an argument mm-hmm. between everyone us and Samani. Yeah, on what's up?
0: Obviously, and I, I want to encourage that. So Louis not shelling out any money for Pat Roberts, from what I hear. I would, if you had the option.
1: I, 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 I would, if 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 I if, if we could do it without breaking the bank. So
0: what? Yes. Talk to me. What, three what? million. I'd talk say to three, me. I'd say three what? million. Are you nuts? No. Three million. Right. We
2: paid less than that for Scott's uncle. He's a lot, but better, better player.
0: Right, well, <laughs> that's a different. That's what a would that? What would
1: I be willing to pay for him? Yeah. But With all the money that we've made in the Champions League and everything, we're quite cash rich. I would, the highest I would be willing to go five million.
2: Five million. I think pound. it's
1: realistic that we could spend that on one player. For a squad player. <laughs> but then, but that—that's then what we're saying. though, the potential. I mean, if you sign up, him up. I I kinda I don't know, a four four or five year contract paying that kind of money for him. And if you can develop it he would need if you're gonna pay that, he would need to go into the team. But if you can nurture that for a few years, you could potentially have a fantastic player on your hands. But realistically, are we gonna spend that money on one player? Probably not. Oh,
0: I, would I, you take him on loan again? If we were offered them on loan, I would snap that up. Snap it. Aye, aye. Three million pounds. You'd having a laugh. It's an ad ab- It's a good. I guess a good bargain. He's never going to go. A good he deal d- for us. He's <laughs> never. <laughs> it would be a great deal. He's never going to go for that though. No, that's madness. That's absolute madness. Um, I wanted to. Uh, w- we mentioned the supplement. Uh, fantastic piece of work. Um, from a number of different contributors. Uh, we've, we're currently onto the second issue, which is out now. Um, and the third will be coming. Um relatively soon mm-hmm. um, but uh, what has happened on that front we've eventually got that as a PDF so you can now download that to read on your tablets iPad Kindle phone tablet aye any, all, all that stuff all these devices and that yeah uh, uh, they, they, you know, the, the could even print, you could even print it. Out. You could print, out, print it suppose. out. It, uh, you could read it in the train. Read it in the train, exactly. And your bike runs out. S- uh, supplement for those that don't know, um, accessible via 90minutesynic.com. Uh, a collection of articles, fantastic articles, covering Celtic, um, but also other elements of world football. But a lot of great Celtic chat on there. Um, story about, say, Brendan and Ronnie. Um, the Lisbon Lines, Andy Dugan's book he wrote um, about the Lisbon Lions. We're kind of serialising that almost, taking extracts from that. Um, so there's some bits on there, which is very timely, with this being the 50th anniversary. Um, we've also got a bit about um, Celtic stats. This is the first issue I'm talking about. We do have the second issue, which has got other more varied stories as well. Uh, but there's so much, too, too much to mention. Um, we've got um, stories of a Reserve team left back, bit of real football.
2: Aye, aye. Good, yep. good. Sounds interesting.
0: Yep. Um, you know, pies and Bovril and all that. Uh, Stevie Grieve on tactics, um, talking us through uh, tactics and that innit? it? Aye. Because we 2 four four two in that. Aye, we're the intellectual Celtic podcast. We do all the tactics and all the. Uh, the it
1: is a fantastic read, and although you don't want, I'm sure you don't want to pat your own back, but. Bowd has put a lot of work into oh, the PDF and it w- looks fantastic, wonderfully constructed. Um, the by the Mr. Bowd himself. The design of it is he's laid out the articles and that, and it looks brilliant. So I'm,
0: I'm blushing. I mean, I was going to get to that. That was uh, that was coming. That was the big hurrah. I, mean, I, I I've got five minutes. To speech right now, Yeah, to be honest.
1: I mean, th- listen, everybody try and get a hold of it, download it Well, it's free. If it was up to me, you'd be paying a lot of money for it, so enjoy it well it lasts.
0: Ah, Get it downloaded, have a read, or just read it on the, the website, if that's your if that's your thing. Different a shell bag? Th- that's the word I was looking for. Different strokes, different folks. Um, Second edition will hopefully have in PDF format soon, although I just acquired a Nintendo Switch and Zelda, so that's so I won't <laughs> Still haven't. We won't, we will not seep
2: out for a good couple of weeks now.
0: I've got a hundred hours in that. Easy, easy. Um, but we'll have the second edition up soon, and when the third edition comes out, we'll have that ready to go as well. Um, worth a look, though, as I say, just huge amount of variety, world football, Celtic, all sorts of different um, aspects, some just fantastic writers who know their stuff. Um, and As I say, I'm not going to go through every in- article individually. Get on there, get it read. Find more details on our Twitter on at 90minutesynic.com um, Facebook questions uh, I'll quickly grab those I've lost them My apologies lads uh, There we are So we've got a question from John Marston uh, Is Lustig comfortable in crowds? Or just acting cool? Acting cool without a doubt Guy's yeah, incredible Doesn't That's have so. to act cool, he is cool Yep Perf- Effortless. Personifies cool. Uh, John No Fun, P H U N. With Scott Sinclair's very public showing of being off the bus, is it time for Rogers to go? I've been saying it for weeks, guys. Rogers has had his time. He's done well. Pat on the back. But um, he's just, uh, there's a few decisions there. Um, he likes Calmack. He forgot Scott Sinclair. How do you forget Scott Sinclair? That is a bit of a slam in the face, isn't it? It is. I mean, he didn't, he didn't do much in that game, as Kezil attest, I'm sure. No, you're well, Pat, Pat Roberts scored Roberts. a goal and got two assists, and that's not much. So I'm saying but I've got that trick. So that, in your book, that's it. That's, that's the level.
2: He's probably too busy running back to get his ball, like I forgot. When they decided to go with him. Do you think somebody would do a head count in the tree and go on a bus? <laughs> Go along, It's not a school trip.
0: Well, it's, just, it's almost <laughs> as good as... Well, it should be. I mean, mm-hmm. th- there's a lesson to be, learnt. not It's all iPads these days, kids. all iPads. We have to now you the start
2: having a, having a register on the bus. We have to call out their names to make sure you're on the bus before they go. Sinkerton, Steel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> what happened? Did, did, the, did the bus stop Get them? How did they get back? To, did we know how to go back to Glasgow?
0: Somebody probably just realised I or something? I no, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they picked them back up. Erm... Um, uh, Conrad Rozek, Uh is Colo Turi a better dancer than Paul Elliott? Yes,
2: probably. I don't remember Paul Elliott dancing to be honest.
0: Paul Elliott was a big man, absolutely. He was hero. a big man, but um, he was
2: all dancing in the pitch.
0: He was a. I'll tell you what. He was a dancer. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh, big Turi, what an absolute hero! We've actually got a few. I'm just noticing a wee. We know uh, notification here on the old FBA. Um Stefano Dolanski Have we almost gone a season without a red card?
2: Kyle so Mack was the one. He's the only one red card we've had. I think. I mean that that was that n- was beginning of the year. I think January, February was was it not? two yells at Parkhead. I want to see Hamilton. No, 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 no.
1: It was an away game. Was it Ham- Was it
2: Hamilton? it was no. Hamilton. Two yellow cards. That's the only red we've had. Oh. I like think as well.
1: See, Cal made the others.
0: A red card, bo- a red
2: card <laughs> bonus. I think as well. I mean, the number of yellow cards as well. I mean, the discipline, the, the discipline the team have is is incredible as well. Um, there's been no. I mean, really bad challenges that kind of players haven't diving in and anything like that, or players losing their kill. Cool and. No,
0: and I remember. Scott Brown had that we that we dig. Uh, the old firm game and that just kind of kick-started We, uh,
2: I can't really remember well you remember them all but there's not been a lot of players that missed a game through suspension either you know if you're totting right. up like five-year-old cars gets you a game ten-year-old cars gets you two games suspension I can't remember I think of a lot of players who have missed through suspension it's mostly either they've been missing through injury or um, select team selection but um, but
1: uh, then but, um, to be fair that's we don't have a very aggressive team I don't think there's many people in there b- that are t- t- typically very aggressive, you know what I mean? Thank Scott you. Scott Brown, Scott Brown does dirty
0: things at times. Like, it, like Scott, Scott Brown gets, has a worse reputation than he deserves though. Scott Brown yeah. is just, but he is, he does have, is he does
1: have, he does have his moments though. Like, in yeah. the, 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 and the Scotland does. game there, when he he, he, he did really stamp on the boy, um, and retired. He well, did it with style. Ah. If you're going to stamp, that was subtle. But he's smart it enough not to get caught. Exactly. Exactly. But, is there anybody else really you would think of in that Celtic team that uh, you know you could imagine getting sent off? But not really. one.
2: one. He's kind of a bit lazy with his tackles at times.
1: Aye, but it's, it's not aggression. It's just right, bad, it's, bad it's poor, it's poor timing. Maybe.
2: One thing as well is you the fact sure of Stuart
0: Armstrong getting a red card. Oh no! Be a bloody disgrace. God, you wouldn't even show it to him. Could no. you imagine?
2: Oof. The other thing as well with the whole aggression part is we've we've not we're not really having to win back the ball an awful lot because we've got, we control so much of the possession. Um and then the way we force it to get the ball back is just by kind of um, high pressing. We don't have to go chasing players. We don't have to go in with the challenges. We're just kind of win it back by forcing the mistake. So that's where we're not. We're not actually having a lot of yellow cards because we're not having to make a lot of tackles. Ah. We're just forcing the errors
0: really. It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, Sean Zolio at Sean Zolio. Um, we've had a few questions I think about this, and we were going to talk about it. Um, he's asking, is there any point in getting our fans getting mad over the English, uh, my nan Tinpot League brigade, uh, who will never give us credit? I say fuck them. Um, so before we answer that, what's our, f- our there's been a lot of chat about could Celtic play in England, and Brendan was asked about it. Obviously, Kieran Nah, you'll know what for it, are you? You you think we'd get relegated in the first season? We'd get relegated back to back from the Championship, and then into League One, and you probably think we'd we'd probably end up in the relegation playoff in League One, is that right? Kieran, Marie. reading probably the face, right? Aye.
2: No. Um, it's, it's hard to gauge that. I mean, it's just totally different league. Um, literally. I, obviously, aye, literally, <laughs> but. I don't understand how they can come round and say, "Oh, I if they we're down in Premier League, we would within the top six. It's like you look at the you look at a lot of teams in the Premier League. We would struggle to beat. I'd say at least half of them, but but then I suppose he never actually said that the time frame he didn't say, "Oh, first season down would be six. I mean, I dare say after ten years we could possibly be at that because we have the club has a stature, the club has history, which would help once you're down there. Um, I dare say the fucking the investment would just be flooding them
0: because they've actually got Celtic there. Um, absolutely. Uh, the other, I mean, the other thing about the way Roger said that, I he probably did mean a top six side as in the league position, but I think he, the the way it was worded it could have been taken to mean we would be one of the six biggest teams in yeah. that league, i.e. our crowds, our history, our traditions. Um, so as a club, and again that's a very hard thing to de- define. Do you define that purely by budget or by mm. trophies one? Um but I Celtic would definitely be. There's very few teams in England that are truly historically bigger sides. You know, you've got Liverpool's and Man U's who could claim it to be that, but um oof, talking penalty
2: in the ninety third minute for Man United game.
0: Currently getting pumped one 0 by Everton. Oh a wee red card coming out.
2: Right for a handball. Oh dear. Because Latan's gonna slot at home.
0: For his Latmeister. But aye, Celtic. You can, take I Celtic anyway, can't
1: I, I i just don't want to entertain any chatter. I think it's horrendous. Um i really don't like the idea of us going English going into the English leagues at all at any at any level, to be honest with you. We're a Scottish club, we play in Scotland that's it for me and I, I know I know the argument of wanting Celtic to go to the next level and and all that sort of thing and I, I totally accept that but the idea of is I don't think it will ever happen nah. but the idea of us being down in England you know we could end up you see it with teams how, how many teams down in England now are you know how many teams down there really have a, have an identity as a club you know I, I think you sell your soul a bit when you go into that kind of money and you've got that stupid you know the the TV deal there is ruining things and you've got teams getting relegated and still getting 100 million and all that sort of thing and you see how they waste it as well I mean they absolutely waste their money you're not telling me that we're, we're going to get you know 100 million and we're going to spend every pound of that wisely because that just doesn't happen we don't do it now so, I'd, I'd, I, f- I kind of fail to see how we would manage to do that down there. I think you're spot on in terms of, if he's talking about it from a point of view of we would be one of the six biggest clubs, absolutely. Because we've got a 60,000-seater stadium that we would sell out every week. um And, and our, our history and everything like that, of course, we would be one of the biggest teams. But would we be able to compete on the pitch? I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 I don't think we would get relegated, but at the same time, if we were to go into the English Premiership for the start of next season, how many of the current starting eleven would be starting al- starting in those games? Probably very few. Dembele, Sinclair,
0: Tierney, Tierney, mm. Brown. Depending, obviously, next season, you Gordon. Stilwell, Garner, yes, Garner. Yep. but
1: maybe Yozo could
0: could th- that that the the. Th- th-
1: the starting 11 that's more or less been our starting 11 for the season this year if you were, if all those players were to play the same games down the premier the premiership we would be in the bottom half of the table but
2: people would base big big a lot on the man city results in the champions and League.
0: that's a europe <clears> is a <different clears> thing <throat> you can't do that but we, well, we still we have came up against top English opposition, and we have got two very good results against yeah, them.
2: Yeah, but that wasn't that was only two games. Imagine how we do that week in week out at uh, the high intense but level. Man City are amongst the games. best
0: teams in that league, and we've done over the last decade. We've gen when we've came up against, against English teams, we've generally done very well. There's the odd exception to that. But the, do you know the other the other point though is the fact that you know
1: we we hold everything like. Everything for us, to a certain extent, is the Champions League and being in Europe and being recognisable as a a top European club. You get down to England, you're kissing goodbye to, to to European
0: football. Not for a top side, t- blah 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 blah. blah.
1: Unless we were to be one of those teams But But you know You you see all of these
0: teams down in
1: England Who wants to be a supporter Of any team outside the top six in England Realistically You wouldn't swap places with them Because you're fighting for a mid-table finish every year And you don't even know what European football is I mean Would I want to be Would I swap places with an Everton supporter Not Not a chance
0: Glory Hunter but oh. you're right, there, there is especially when you, you get players on your team earning 70, 80, 90, 100 grand a week and you're competing for 10. Yeah, That's and, mental. and you know the other
1: thing? I see these players. Like, uh, you know, we, we've we spoke about... Um, I, I was just speaking about it in the pub at, uh, during the Hearts game. If you're Ciarán Tierney, for example, would you stay and do a Paul McStay and stay at the club all your career or would you look to move on? See the players down and... In, in, in Let's take every team other than the, the top six clubs, right? Every other team in the Premiership. If that's your level and that's where you've based your career, you've never won a trophy, you've fought for a mid-table finish all your career at a few different Premier League clubs what is that really st- like what have you got to show for your career at that point millions and this is
0: and millions of pounds
1: yeah purely purely money and if that's the only thing that motivates you then fair enough but surely at a certain point you're gonna want something to show for it i mean that's that that the, the title that brendan rogers just wrapped up that's his first league league title as a manager now brendan rogers okay he's not been around forever but he's played he's managed at a top level and, and he managed Liverpool and so on. But that's him just finally got a league trophy. You know? I mean Celtic in its current form, playing in Scotland and not being part of England and all that, has a hell of a lot to offer. And I, I think that that needs to be remembered in this whole kind of debate about English football. We've got to remember that we offer a lot. That's true.
0: And I, I absolutely agree with you in the fact that we are a Scottish team. I think we should remain in Scotland. It would be great for Celtic to have a budget increase of a hundred million odd pounds from TV plus. The fact that we would, we, I mean, we've already got a global reach for our fan base. But if we on the Premiership, people would go, go crazy for Glasgow oh Celtic. Absolutely. I would
2: then st- can I get into the Asian market? Oh absolutely. We've tried to, but in you can only do that with the Premier League.
0: And um, aye, we would we, w- we would be one of the biggest global brands in football. We are already, but it would you know you could in- increase that. Um, but, yeah, we're a Scottish team um, and we should play there. However, the question itself, um, any point in getting mad over our fans that say, oh, it's a tin pot league, it's a Mickey Mouse league, my nan could score 30 goals in Scotland, all that nonsense? Nah. No,
1: don't,
0: don't, don't take any notice of it. You know, I, d- I would like to see more people
1: defend the Scottish League. You know, I'd like to, in order for us not so much for anybody else, but see, just for ourselves as a nation. We need people to get behind the league and really support the league. Now, of course, there's, there's, there's ways of doing that and you've got to make it affordable and make people be able to actually go to the games and then they're going to buy the the tops and they're going to buy the, the food and the merchandise and everything. We need to make it more affordable for them, but we also need people to Take a bit of pride in Scottish football. I mean, I can't afford a season ticket personally. Other stuff going on in my life, I can't afford a season ticket. But I am a big fan of Scottish football, and I, 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 try my best to promote it. I watch it. I talk about it on here. Talk about it, you know, in the pub and everything else. And I think we need to we need to have a change for ourselves and have more people adopting a positive attitude about it people in England aren't going to be convinced about Scottish football and why, why should they be?
0: Aye. But then, uh, I, I just think it'd be nice if they watched the game before they slagged it off, which I think very clearly most of them haven't. Yep. Um, with <laughs> we're, we're at the 90 minutes, lads. Um, We actually have a few more bits to go over. We've, l- we've got a lot of questions, but we're, I think we're going to have to leave it there. Um, Louis wants it's to go s- longer. S- Louis has got the stamina. The he's a young man. It's just because he's on holiday, that's why. Uh, See he, if
2: he, he's I'm working in my oh, get his phone so he got up the road to my bed.
1: Oh, that's exactly what I'm saying. How I got <laughs> up the road to my bed.
0: Um but I I just again shout out for the food drive if you can make it, um and if you can donate, absolutely fantastic outside the stadium at the Clover off the Celtic Way, um I think from kind of twelveish. Um the supplement give it a read give it a try you can download it for your device or you can go to the website issue two or edition two is on the website just now will be available as a PDF soon um and then so um the second version of uh, edition two isn't on PDF so edition oh, one and two are available on 90 minutes.com uh, as web articles if you will right um, and the PDF is edition one edition two will be coming up and then edition three ah I see said the blind man. Yeah. So, um, thank you very much. Lou McCaffrey.
1: Absolute pleasure. I think this is really strong, mate,
0: by the way. I might even consider
1: listening to this back.
0: This is Brown, Armstrong, and Roger right here of the podcast. what I'm saying. <laughs> so <laughs> that means you're Armstrong. <laughs> I'll take that. The hell's the hells pretty I'm, strong. I think we player position there. Right. I'm Tam, obviously. T- look, you've got you've got the complexion, you've got the skills. Ah, the skills mm. um, to pay the bills. Um, and you're brown. Yeah. A hatchet, man. Exactly, I'll smash you. <laughs> likes <laughs> a slide stamp. <laughs> really bad hair. <laughs> uh, Kiern Harn, thank you very much. Yep, it's a pleasure. You've been an it. boss. That was Harn on the Twitter. The Twitter Tron.
1: He likes a tweet these days. Oh, he's full of tweets. Tweeting uh, dark. I kind
2: of up that a wee bit.
0: Um, Two or three a week. <laughs> and uh, I've been Chris Bowd. I'm at the Chris Bowd. You can follow 90 Minutes Cynic at 90 Minutes Cynic on Twitter, Facebook, 90 Minutes Cynic, the Instagram, all the
1: bold. What about
0: All over the shop. Get us followed, got his liked. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And, and Bowdy, you
2: can now get your switch on.
0: Ooh.